Hello and welcome to the Gentleman Pirates Library, a podcast covering every episode of the HBO show Our Flag Means Death. I'm Katie. And I'm Mary. Today we have a special episode for you because the show hasn't started yet, but there was a very special article in Vanity Fair that just came out today that talked about how um, the new season is coming in October. October! We don't have a date, but we have a month. We have a month, which is more than we had just yesterday. So I'm very excited. Yes. And I think everyone kind of theorized that it would be around October. Really? I thought, yeah, I wasn't sure about that. Honestly, I haven't really been keeping track of that. I had heard, I had heard October, Mm. but yeah. Maybe that's I know that there were mind. really high hopes for it to be announced during Pride mm-hmm. Month in June. Yes. Um, so there were some disappointments there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess and with the honestly, strike... with the stri- yeah, exactly with the strike and everything else, it's it's. I wasn't even sure that we were even going to get it this year, to be honest. Right. So disclaimer about the strike: uh, we are not a sponsored uh, podcast. We are not told by the studio to do anything we are a fan-made podcast who we don't even run ads or anything like that so we feel comfortable that we can squeal a little about this and not um be violating any strike terms basically our job is not sponsored content our job is just podcast (laughs) (laughs) it's a common misconception it is a common misconception All right. So do you want to jump in? So, okay. So for anybody who hasn't read the Vanity Fair article, which I'm sure everybody has, but like, we're going to link it in the show notes, hopefully, Mm -hmm. maybe. Um, If you click on it once, make sure to (laughs) either print screen it or screen cap it or whatever, because um, it's a subscription based website. Yeah. So I got, I had to open it from a different browser this evening to be able to do Mm -hmm. this. And I immediately, they were like, you're getting this one as a freebie. And I'm like, screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> Much smarter than me. <laughs> Very good decision. <laughs> the photos are beautiful. Oh, uh, yeah. Breathtaking. Like, I just, oh, man. Uh, yeah, so it's a Vanity Fair article. First look, Our Flag Means Death Season 2. And there's some new characters that are introduced. And some new photos that are shown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first thing we see when we open the article is a picture of Steed. And he looks like he's in an antique shop or something like that. Which if you scroll down and you see where they've introduced Anne Bonnie, yeah. it looks like she's in the same shop. So that, I am so excited to see mm-hmm. what they make of this character and Bonnie mm-hmm. because we talked about her a little bit yeah. at the very beginning of our season mm-hmm. and I am just so excited to see what they do with her and obviously she looks incredibly beautiful oh. in the picture that we have like, yes um, wow uh, look I've been obsessed with Minnie Driver since probably uh gross point blank with John Cusack and uh she was um in the riches with uh eddie izzard Mm -hmm. and i have just i've always loved her she's always been a such a delight in everything she's been in like anything that i've seen that she's been in i'm like oh yes yes i love you so Um, i'm so excited (laughs) but yeah so and we had talked about ann bonnie and you had also talked about i've also talked about an asian pirate who was trans or or at least you know assigned female at birth and was you know. I believe that that might have been Mary Reed, actually. Okay, okay. And I was like, well, I don't know if we're going to go that far. And then what do we have here? A woman Chinese pirate. I know. I <laughs> In the so first excited. look. I was like, oh, everything we talked about. Well, this I is think, amazing. Right. I think, listen, so I, I was actually having this conversation with my sister over the summer. We were talking about female pirates. And mm-hmm. she was like, well, you know, there weren't that many. I'm like, no, there really weren't that many that were documented at the very mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them did use like um, male pseudonyms. Yeah, pseudonyms or, mm-hmm. or personas or how, again, mm-hmm. because trans wasn't really an identity that was defined back then. Right. So I'm very hesitant to use that. But, you mm-hmm. know, that idea of like, presenting as male in certain uh presenting as a man in in certain social situations which probably made it safer for them 
um, as pirates. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, you think about a trans person is, you know, decides to identify as whatever gender they want to identify as because that's how they feel as a person. Now, if you're doing it to for safety, that's a little bit different. Uh, right. You know, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not two different worlds different, but it's a little bit different. Exactly. I think, again, there's probably overlap. uh, There's for sure some overlap there. And um, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, this was a completely different social structure at the time. Right. So anyway, because of that, because there were so few women pirates at the time that were documented, if they want to bring female characters into the show, then they have to Mm -hmm. go into these very specific um historical figures i guess yeah. that were documented so it, it is really exciting to see that i did listen back a little bit uh, i didn't have much time like this article dropped today yes. and we are <laughs> recording right now and i had to work and I have children and everything but uh um, yes i was like oh let me go listen back and see some of our later coverage about like the season overall and i had said something about wondering if they were still going to pull historical references and like kind of still kind of go the way that Blackbeard and Steed Bonnet went historically. Mm -hmm. Um, Or have they just completely diverged in their own characters now there? It's this their own story. So I'm interested to see, obviously I don't think that they ever interacted with Chinese pirates historically or Anne Bonnie historically. So well, that Anne Bonnie, they right weren't there. that far off because oh, really? uh, no, they really weren't because Anne Bonnie and Mary, I can't remember now if her name was Mary Reed or Mary something else, but like Anne and Mary knew each other mm-hmm. and they sailed together and they also sailed with Calico Jack. Oh, okay. Okay. So they're so not that a far bit there. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. There's the possibility that they would have known each other. Right. It's um, not like it's heavily documented or anything. So I you mean, know. you know, it's, it's oral history at this point and right. yeah i will say that you're bringing up something that is probably the most like what really got me with this article and we're really jumping mm-hmm. in now but yeah. i think the word expectations or mm-hmm. unexpected or ex- mm-hmm. some variation of the word expect is in the article four times i just did a command f <laughs> see that's what you can't do a screenshot so I'm glad we have it both ways. there you go <laughs> so i'm just gonna read like the the the, the quotes yeah. that it's a part of because it's I I find that fascinating and I'm going to make a point about that, what you just said. So it's going to be unexpected and surprising, but also very pleasurable and satisfying for those who like the show promises executive producer Garrett um, Basque, I think Mm -hmm. it doesn't follow the expected route teases Con O'Neill. So no love of my life. Um, (laughs) My love for him has just grown in the past year. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a, it's concerning, Mary, honestly. No, <laughs> it is concerning. It's okay. <laughs> but but it's understandable. So Yes, know. absolutely. And then it says uh, they're talking about the costumes and they're saying like even Steed's crew winds up with some unexpected new looks over the Ooh. course of the season. Mm-hmm. And then finally, the last quote is, I don't think David Jenkins is ever going to follow an expected route. I'd hate to drive in a car with him. And that's another Con O'Neill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and I, I, then it made me wonder, okay, so they're going the unexpected route, but what yeah. does that mean? What expectations are they talking about? And specifically whose expectations are they talking about Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they have they been online a little bit too much (laughs) looking at everyone's theories so so exactly so my question at this point like is this show very like how self-aware is the show keep in mind that we you know we both come from supernatural Mm -hmm. we know what it looks like when a show becomes self-aware and there's a lot of really cool possibilities there but what does it look like when a show is this new that it becomes this self-aware that they're working really hard or it seems at least to uh, defy expectations or or subvert expectations, and it's not um, 
it's not on them at all. It's not on David Jenkins or any other creators, but my supernatural background that scares me because I know, (laughs) I know creators that are like, Oh, this is what they expect. Let's give them something different. And they hurt us. And it's like, no, why'd you do that? Just for the sake of doing it differently. Don't do that. But this, unlike supernatural, this show was all in from the jump and was always inclusive and queer and not afraid to, you know, to do the thing. And Supernatural was very much afraid to do the thing. And oh, yeah. so uh, it, it scares me a little bit that that there's but but I know it's all from a place of love, so I know it's mm-hmm. never going to be like torturous for us, you know. Well, so, so I don't know. Then- I trust them. Yeah, yeah. I, I so do I honestly because of the second part of Con O'Neill's quote that says mm-hmm. I think they're going to appreciate what Jenkins wants. Season two does yeah. stick to the original premise that we created in season one, which mm-hmm. is um, which is take it on to other levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think this is uh anyway. It seems like a typo that that, that quote doesn't make oh. sense. But yeah. um, I mean. The way that I'm looking at it is that I don't think that the goal is to hurt us necessarily, but like expected, maybe unexpected is also like the historical part, as you were mentioning, like, are they going to stick with the historical story or with the historical foundations of the story? Or like, because again, this idea of whose expectations is it the fans or the general public's expectations? Because I think those are wildly different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, I do know they're very online. Um, some of them are. David Jenkins seems to be very extremely online. So I yes. wonder. Yeah. It's curious. Some of them have been online and kind of gotten driven away mm-hmm. by the exuberance of yes. the fandom. <laughs> and we are the, small you know, but mighty. <laughs> right. Some of the bad actors, and you know, honestly, that. Yeah. kind of harass or say the wrong things or whatever. Of course. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, so, so uh, something that was interesting to me, of course, the whole thing about, uh, Khan mm. taking a break in his trailer. Um, but I think the fact that we were a little bit removed from season one, obviously we didn't watch it while I was airing. So we weren't part of the fandom. And then when we decided to do the podcast, it was a little bit like, let's isolate ourselves so we're not spoiled. Yes. And so we didn't really catch like promos or or interviews or, you know, exit interviews basically after the season has aired. I guess actors don't really do that that, that much. But, you know, hey, this has become, a, you know, really well-received Let's interview you about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't remember him talking explicitly about Izzy being in love with Ed. And then (sighs) this remarkable journey paragraph is so explicitly like, no, he's in love. He's in love with Blackbeard. And like, and I was like, oh, okay. So did he go on his own little journey to to come to that realization or was it already always there and he they just kind of tiptoed around it because like they didn't want to spoil it like oh if you haven't seen it yet you know what i mean like i i'm not sure which one that is Mm, i mean i think it's well the way that i okay (laughs) Mm. i feel like it's it's hard to say this because i also don't want to speak for the actors right and their creative process Mm -hmm. (laughs) just so just putting that out there but to me, it is clear that they knew what they were doing from the beginning. Yeah, it does right? seem like, intentional. That, yeah. that I'm just thinking specifically of the the sword fighting scene where Izzy is like, it's "Oh true. my god, <laughs> I love him! I love him so much!" <laughs> right. uh, I like you can tell that he's like really upset about it. Yeah, and like the 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 mirroring with like steed and his wife and Ed and well yeah. his wife, you know, like it it, it just. You know, it was there from the beginning, in my opinion, anyway. No, no, no. And you saying that, like, I'm realizing that I'm looking at it through, obviously, the lens of my own journey, which Mm. is a lot of people who watch this going, oh, this seems a little, this seems a little 
<laughs> um, this seems a little, but surely they're not gonna. No, they wouldn't, would they? Oh my God, no, they did. Oh, <laughs> they did. Oh, okay, they did. You know, so yep. maybe that's. I'm still kind of stuck on that. Like, well, no, Izzy's not get like no no ed and steed aren't no ed didn't lean in what are you talking about maybe i'm just reading too much into it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so i i probably need to just throw that away and be like no they meant that this entire time (laughs) supernatural can't hurt you anymore katie (laughs) (laughs) but i think i mean i don't know how much you followed but i know that i read a lot of like the the um the con panels that happened like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. afterwards so after we were done like in the past few months i would say like before they started filming um well then maybe not few months but maybe in the last year right um uh before the strike obviously and before they started filming uh season two uh because con was on that circuit so was nathan fode Mm -hmm. um i also think that I can't remember his his name, but Wee John was also there quite a bit. Um, yeah. Vico Ortiz, like you know, the, these 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 actors have been hearing fan questions for quite some time, and so I think mm-hmm. that like it didn't. If anything, it sort of helped them to make their uh, creative process more explicit. Yeah, yeah, to us. And I yeah. think Khan was very explicit in the way that he talked about how he saw Izzy being in love with Ed. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I haven't really watched those, so. Yay. Yeah. I mean, I read, like, answers to questions, you know, snippets here and there and just, like, sure. freaking out whenever I would see it. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, of course. Like, I remember him saying, like, Izzy wants to change, but he doesn't know how. And I'm just like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Kill me. Why don't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they did talk about fan events um, in this article. They said it's so beautiful to see that people are finding community within the fan base. Yeah. It's about creating spaces where we feel safe and seen. This is Vico Ortiz saying this. Um, it's so great to see so many people watch the show and feel validated in their experiences, whatever they may be. So, mm. uh, Yeah. Yeah, That's... that was really. Also, I have to mention because you tweeted about it, and mm-hmm. I had a similar experience. But there is a, a a line that says, "After years of television shows and movies that build up the potential of queer romance, only to stop <laughs> short," and that like built up the potential of queer romance, only to stop short, is actually a link. And I was so I... scared because that link. <laughs> And I think we both clicked on it, kind of yeah. expecting the same thing. <laughs> like, we're like, is this going to be like a Destiel article? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know I was. I was like, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was fully expected like some kind of supernatural or at least like CW themed uh, right. link. Or but yeah, it there was are not. other shows like Killing Eve, I think was the show. Yes, I don't I didn't absolutely. watch it, but I know that was a big thing. And uh obviously like Sherlock and stuff, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know enough to speak intelligently about those shows. I mean, you know, I'm sure if you watch them, you would be able to, but yeah. uh... (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's right there. But yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. And, and to kind of like come back to what you were saying earlier about how, Oh, I mean, you know, not to mince words, but you're like basically gaslighting yourself. You're like, oh, maybe perhaps this is it's sort of a little. Well, again, like making things explicit is is kind of part of the DNA of this show because they're like Mm -hmm. they're talking about like, you know, the promise or the setup. And they're saying like that promise is it's safe to say is kept in season two and then some. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i know i'm like oh my god and then some Mm. yeah i'm so excited i'm so excited and so that's why like my like the whole idea of expectations is kind of like tripping me up because i'm like okay but like those are my expectations like yeah don't subvert those please (laughs) yeah 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 so (sighs) Like, here's the thing. So here's the thing about... I want to talk about the photos. Okay. Um, So the photos that we get 
uh, obviously, obviously, if Lucius is back, they can't show Lucius. You know, like there's right. a whole there's a whole premise that you kind of have to do your um, promos as if you're you know in the dark about what's going on. And so, obviously, if Lucius is back, Lucius isn't going to be in the promo photos. You're never you're not going to see Ed and Steed in a photo together yet. You know, exactly. So, but we do get Ed with Spanish Jackie, which I'm very excited about. Did they ever interact in season one? Oh my gosh. I don't think they, don't think did. they did. Because it was always um, Izzy who wouldn't talk to her. That's true. It was Iz- Izzy and then Steed interacted with her, mm-hmm. but not, not Ed. Yeah. And I have to say that, like, the shirt that he's wearing in that moment is very, like, I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> well, okay, so it has, like, a little star on the back. Um, so so I saw on Twitter mm-hmm. that, and someone, and I saw the photos, so Buttons, who we find out in this article, his first name is Nathaniel. I don't think we knew that. Really? Or at least no, I didn't know that. I did not. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Good good to know. So, um in season 1, he is wearing a light blue shirt with the little flap on the back with a star. So it so this appears to be a dirtied and aged shirt oh. that he's wearing that's Buttons shirt. And if you look at the first photo where Steed and everyone is standing in the rain, he is wearing Mr. Button's handkerchief around his neck. That's really interesting. Why, From season one. Why is Buttons giving away his clothes? I don't know. So there is someone, if, you, if you're still looking at that rain photo... Yeah. There is someone behind Roach with their back to everyone and Roach is obscuring them oh, quite yeah. well. And they have long blonde hair. Now Buttons had like longer blonde hair, but wasn't that long. The Swede had blonde hair, but it wasn't that long. But of course it's been a season. Like who knows? They could have Right. So it definitely looks like it's someone presenting as a man. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you really I, I, don't, I don't get know. enough. Yeah. So, who that oh, person I, is, I'm not sure. You just blew my mind. I never <laughs> noticed that person. I just went straight for the text. I didn't even look at the images all that long. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God. okay, so that could be the Swede. That could be Buttons. Um, That could just be a coincidence that they're not visible. Or that could be a very meticulously chosen photo. Yeah. So that we didn't see who that is, you know. I think that makes a lot of sense. At the end of the... So who was on the island? All of these people, plus the Swede and Buttons, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So one's missing. Hopefully they're off doing something else. And hopefully that's the Swede. Maybe the Swede's hair got grown out or something. Even though (laughs) Black Pete's didn't. The Roaches didn't. (laughs) Alawale's didn't. Well, so so here's the thing. One thing that uh, the article talks about is that their costumes are changing a little bit mm-hmm. and that the whole premise for that, for that is that they're thinking that they would have stolen the clothes from other pirates. And so Ooh, the fact mm-hmm. that they're wearing Buttons clothing is sort of making me wonder, like, did Buttons go with another crew? Right. Has he has he passed away like mm, mm-hmm. we, i i don't know i don't know but now i want to know yeah. so badly <laughs> very intriguing um the so then we get another shot of the crew and it's everyone that's visible in that original that rain photo but they're wearing what looks like um asian uh some sort of traditional asian wear it's like a yeah. navy with like yeah like a tunic and pants. So, and they did say there was a lot of, there was like a mention of like a Chinese army. Exactly. Yes, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. 150 Chinese pirates and a fleet of 100 Navy officers were the elaborate two armies that needed costuming, was what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, that's interesting. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then, of course, we have an Asian character who, 
what was her name? I I didn't screenshot it. Oh no. Was it it was like Susan or something. I was like Yes, I right. was gonna say, right. hold on, let me. me let me let me find that. Let me find that. Uh Susan. All right. So uh, I mean sometimes you gotta blend in. <laughs> uh joins the cast as the mysterious merchant Susan. All right. Yeah, there you go. So it looks like, you know, We'll learn more about Secrets her. of her own. It's actually the yeah. picture. It's the last picture in the article. Yes. That is the, and it does look like it's from the same or a similar moment uh, mm-hmm. because it's both at night. So, well, I mean, most of the pictures are at night, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's a bit too, too much yeah. to say. But my uh, goodness, then, her costume looks amazing too. Yeah. And then whatever Spanish Jackie's wearing in that photo, it's oh, like yeah. shiny. Yeah. <laughs> I love the rings. Yeah. <laughs> yes, them. yes, always. Yes. <gasps> I love it so much. I'm so excited. These photos have just... And then there's one of Steed looking really handsome with, with a message in a bottle, it looks like, on a cliff. So is yeah. he receiving it? Is he throwing it out? We don't know. Oh, Steed. Mm. <laughs> I just... Mm, I want to know when they reunite, if they're like enemies now for a while like i mean i would assume so for a little bit but again like i don't know maybe my expectations are going to be subverted Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah i remember ending the season saying like that steed was entering his folklore era yes and i'm now now you understand what i can appreciate it so much more i am a baby swifty now i went to the era's tour and like was like oh my god what have i been missing and now i'm like fully versed fully versed i wouldn't i wouldn't say i'm at anyone's level like you yours but (laughs) i'm aware a lot more aware of the folklore era yes well there you go so now you understand what i meant when i said that you're like oh yeah that makes sense and um and i feel like this is exactly it right like it just it really makes me think about that about seven you know i've been meaning to tell you i think your house is haunted your dad is always mad and that must be why I think you should come live with me and we can be pirates. You know? <laughs> yes. Then you won't have to cry and uh, hide in the closet. Mm. Oh, Taylor. <laughs> oh. Oh. Let's, let's not get into that. Oh, <laughs> but, no. um, but I do feel like that fits kind of like what Steed is going through really well, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I, I'm sad that Mary is probably no longer because I really loved her character and... um. Oh, what was her name? Evelyn with the eye patch. Yes. She was great. <laughs> she truly was. <sighs> I hope that we're going to get to see Evelyn again yeah, because yeah. again, I still feel like she has so like so much potential as a character because yeah. like who wears an eye patch apart yeah. from pirates, you know, like what's the first joke that people are going <laughs> to make when you're wearing an eye patch out in the world? True, true, true. Right? So like I feel like it's yeah. Oh, there's so much potential. Now, not to rain on your parade, but the fact that they moved the production to New Zealand means that, like, some of these actors that lived in L.A. that could have just popped on set, maybe it's a little bit more logistically unlikely. Yes, absolutely. So, that's right. You never know. No, that's that's correct. Uh, as Ugh. much as Khan is featured throughout this entire article, no photos of Izzy, unfortunately. Uh I think he's going to come back in his lover era. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have the glitter heart around his eye. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I would die. I would melt and I would die. Like <laughs> in that order. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah, he's going to be really happy. Ed has entered his reputation era. Of course. Yep. Um so I'm just really excited to see how this all sort of comes together. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I, I try not to have too many expectations for this upcoming season, frankly. I just, I'm just, this is one of the rare times where I'm just excited to see what the showrunners have in in store for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't happen to me all that much anymore. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it is nice to put yourself in the hands of someone you trust. You're like, okay, you know, 
Mm-hmm. You'll you'll do right by us. So take me on this ride, please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's funny because we don't have for a rewatch podcast, we don't there's not a lot to do except gush about it, you know. Yes. Because mostly sometimes you're critical about it. You you know, you want to talk about yay, you know, cheers and jeers and there's really yeah. not many jeers because it's it's so tight. It's done so well. It's only 30 minutes. Like it it is like a masterclass in like just getting it right, you know. <laughs> The only thing, yeah. our only jeer is give us more. You know? Yeah, I wish <laughs> Make we it could longer. have more. Make it yeah. longer and don't wait so long between seasons. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's true. That's that's yeah. so very true. And I think that, well, anyway, I think that yeah. part of that is also because of how much like they draw from theater in order to make uh, mm. this, the show work. Um, like yes. everything is on like a small boat, like it happens within a few days. Like it's, it's very contained. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it's very tight. So I, yeah. I, I am just, it's August 24th and I am just so excited for mm. October at this point. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hope that it's going to be like early October and not like October 30th, you know? Right. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You hadn't thought about that, huh? (laughs) No, I didn't think about that. I'm like, it's October 1st. Let's go. Um, I wonder if they're going to drop two episodes at a time like they did last time. Yeah. And how logistically that will impact us specifically. Like, Mm -hmm. were we going to, you know, isolate ourselves from fandom? Because obviously people will binge both episodes and we're like, no, 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 let's do one at a time. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll works. see with, you know, your schedule, my schedule. We'll try yeah. to have to see how we can do that. Plus, I am actually quite excited to see if the, the strike is resolved by then. True. Because I think that that will also change the way that we're watching it because then we might yeah. or might not get comments from the actors and the mm-hmm. creators. Yeah. Which so. the directors aren't on strike. So almost every... um production i've seen that has come out during these strikes the directors have at least commented on things and talked about their projects because they haven't gone on as silly as it sounds if a if an actor directs an episode because i we know that taika waititi does this like Mm -hmm. is he he's bound by the strike even if he's directing an episode correct so yeah yeah Mm. i think if you're a member you're a member so right 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 yeah so i i think it'll be really interesting to kind of like see how the fandom kind of Mm -hmm. makes sense of these things and and again i'm not i'm not too worried because i think that the episodes have been so explicit in what they've given us so far that i i don't think that this is going to be again like a war of like but did this mean this or did this mean that right right yeah, I, I'm not seeing people getting on here going, he loved him like a brother. Speaking of Taika Waititi, he is, there's two photos of him. We have the one-armed leather jacket look back, which is a must. Yes. Um, and then in that one, so he's grown his beard back, it looks like. Yeah, waiting to try to get. And it's interesting because we're also seeing a piece of jewelry that Mm. I I, I don't know. I don't recall seeing before. But again, it could have just been hidden by the beard before. Is it this earring or the necklace? Well, I was going to say maybe both, actually. I'm like, is it both? (laughs) Is it an earring? It does look like a dangling kind of. It looks like a dangling earring, which I would love if they did that. George Michael. It just screams George Michael to me. Yes. It's, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just fresh out of the Barbie movie. I finally got yeah. to see it. And so like, it's just thinking it's like, it's Ken with a fun earring. <laughs> oh, good oh, God. Um, just... Yeah. And then the second picture that we get of him is the one with uh, Spanish Jackie. Mm-hmm. He looks so soft there. He looks very cuddly. Like, even the expression on his face is very well, soft. He, it's because he looks like Taika and not like yeah, Ed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
And so I kind of wonder if this is like a still that's really from something that's going to be on the show or if this is just like a behind the scenes picture. I mean, she looks like Spanish Jackie looks like she's full on like what is happening. So maybe he's being seduced. This is my theory. Mm. there's a there's a courtship happening and jackie's like oh what the hell (laughs) and and ed's like oh (laughs) now is it izzy or is it steed i'm not sure (laughs) with this this is this is wild theory section pick a photo make a wild theory (laughs) (laughs) okay no but if i'm gonna take your question seriously for a second and yeah um yeah we the when we left Ed at the end of season one, he was wearing this like big eyeliner makeup kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I'm sort of thinking that like with what he's wearing now, this this would have been after something with buttons, right? Because he's wearing mm-hmm. that shirt perhaps. Mm-hmm. He's not yeah. wearing the eyeliner, so I'm sort of assuming maybe it's Steed. I don't know. Maybe. I'm hoping <laughs> if that's what's going on. Yes. Yes. It is a courtship ritual, that's what I'm calling it. And then, um, oh, okay, wild theory about the Asian costume. Um, Black Pete is, like, exclaiming and everyone looks shocked. Uh, Alawande looks happy. Um, this is Lucius coming back. There you go. Oh! I solved it. Cracked the case. Wide open. Maybe he was <laughs> on the either the Navy ship or, like, the, the, the yeah. Chinese sailing ship, the pirate ship. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think that that would be lovely if that's that what happened lovely. to him and he like you know oh yeah. my god yes <laughs> yes so much stuff needs to happen so much stuff needs to happen we don't we see need jim we need we jim and all the one day to reunite we need they split up all the couples so frenchie and we john are separated all the mm. one day and jim steed and ed and then Lucius and Black Pete. Oh, it's true. There's no pictures of Frenchie on there. Yep. <gasps> Anyone who is on the Revenge other than Ed is missing. Oh, no. Yeah. So. Oh. Hmm. Oh, no. And it's true. <laughs> and the, oh, no. You know, I was so just, like, excited about this, but now you've, you've made <laughs> me worry. <laughs> well, now, in the article, they mention Frenchie. He's back. They do. That's true. Yeah. So, um, so it's wherever Frenchy, it is, these revenge crew members have found themselves. There's something that surprised them. This works with your crazy theory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think. I think it works. <laughs> Let's just shoot for the fences. They say unexpected. Let's go. I'll be the one. I'll be like, I expected it, Mister Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> You should tweet that at him. Yes. <laughs> These are my predictions. Yes, exactly. I mean, he can't respond, yes. right? But uh, Right, yeah. <laughs> he called go. people sluts today. Oh, he great. did? <laughs> yeah. Twitter. Of course he they would. Said, like, they said, like, describe it in three words, and he described it in two, and they were like, you owe us another word. And he's like, okay, sluts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that works. <laughs> oh i mean it makes sense also yeah, you know they're all alone on a pirate ship of course what else is there to do at night yeah they said there's a major romantic moment between two key characters yeah so, exactly yeah. Oh. all right I mean, obviously ed and steed but you know it could be someone else could be I mean, ed and izzy maybe maybe <sighs> steed and ed don't get back together maybe it's ed and izzy forever I mean, maybe, maybe, yeah. and you know, I'll, you know, I'm not opposed to it. No, I'm just I know. like, You're it's like, not end game, right. Right? right? Like, right, it's, right. <laughs> like, depends on if, he... did they get renewed for a season three? <laughs> Let's hear it. Yes, there you go. There you go. Then that's a whole, whole other thing. But um, yeah. I mean, I'm just really excited also to learn more about Izzy because he's my fave. <laughs> I think... I'm going to really lose my mind when we get a trailer and I'm mad that we don't have one yet. Even a teaser trailer. I like, know. come on. I know. I'm so mad. I'm mm. so, so mad. And that's yeah. the thing. Like we've been waiting for it for so long and like there were so many expectations for June and now we're sort of getting this like out the left field when people yeah. can't even comment on it, yeah. which is yeah. the worst. Although, you know, obviously like, pay writers and actors properly first of all um but but it yeah so now like we have october and we can't even celebrate with 
with like the actors and the showrunners, which is really mm-hmm. sad. But uh, still scrolling through these photos and um, Steed. Okay, so other than the it looking like they were part of the Chinese army, um, a huge departure with his wardrobe. Yes, huge departure with his wardrobe. He is no longer the jaunty gentleman pirate. He is a more, much more typical pirate. He's got a knife on his belt. He's got uh, like high boots and like breeches, you know, and then this mm-hmm. flowy white, used to be white shirt and a handkerchief. And like, he is not, he is no longer the man wearing those suits and the little safari outfit and the little... <laughs> You know, <laughs> he is, and he doesn't look like he changes much. So again, like that huge wardrobe that he used to have, and now he's wearing Button's old handkerchief, you know? Well, yeah, I think, I mean, obviously I think we'll get more information once, once sure. we finally get to see it. But I, I think that this also makes sense with his renouncing yes. everything Mm-hmm. but the pirate life he might have to have sold a lot of that stuff maybe yeah maybe His he secret had to little do closet that. and maybe also he just decided to kind of carve out a definition of pirate that sort of fits him better mm. you know maybe the gentleman pirate isn't so much for him anymore maybe he's deciding to to make it work in a different mm-hmm. way now which is totally cool also right like i think it shows that if because we're using also the term pirate as like a a euphemism almost for gender or for man, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. here I think that Steed is also finding a different way to be a man in this yeah. season two. That he, because he was trying so hard to fit into what he was told he was supposed to be in season one. Mm-hmm. And then failing and then going the complete other direction. And now I think maybe it feels a little effortless or mm-hmm. less effortful, <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense. He looks 20 years younger. He looks handsome as all get out. Yeah, he looks really good. So I know. Actually, I think he looks so much better in this season. Like, yeah, without the silly outfits. Although he, yes, he looks dashing with the outfits. But I do find that here he looks like. I think a lot of it's the hair. He has like a really swept back. Before he had like a very overdone like curly hair thing, and and totally in character totally a reason for it loved it it was very cute but as far as like just dashing yes he looks very dashing definitely definitely yeah i'm i cannot wait for ed to lose his complete shit seeing him come (laughs) come back right because he like loved him even when he was in the silly outfit but i'm sure it didn't like completely do it for him he's like hey let's dress you up in my clothes let's switch (laughs) that's literally what he did the first time we met him he's like well this this will do but uh there's room for improvement (laughs) so for him to look more like ed's style like oh ed's gonna be like i'm so mad at you but oh it's so dreamy And I think that it's also important that he looks so different from because Ed and uh, Izzy tend to have like a look that is is very similar, right? With a Mm -hmm. lot of leather, a lot of tight fitting clothes. Whereas here, Steed is like kind of wearing something that's a bit looser, a bit less dark, like he's got the white shirt. Um, And I think that it's interesting when we're looking at Ed in the picture with with Spanish Jackie when he's wearing like Button's old shirt. Yeah he's kind of moving away from that like all black leather aesthetic into something that is a bit closer to what Steed is wearing. Well, if you think about it, Ed, what Ed and Izzy were wearing, the black leather and everything, and what Steed was wearing, they were both extremely performative. Yes, absolutely. And this is much more functional. And what Ed is wearing in the picture with Spanish Jackie is much more functional. And That's it's right releasing those shackles of having to mask Mm -hmm. prove your masculinity uh steed with his with his wardrobe was proving his wealth and his status Mm -hmm. and in a way that to him was his masculinity right because men had wealth and status and then in ed's world men were ruthless and took what they wanted and didn't you know didn't take shit from anybody and they were ruthless killers and come to find out he's not really killed anyone. So mm-hmm. 
extremely performative, trying to be masculine in their own way. And now it's much more like, hey, I don't I don't care. I'm not performing for anyone. I'm just trying to get through my day. I'm just being functional. So kind of stripping that bear. Absolutely. It's that shift from like needing an external validation to like just feeling valid from from within. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's intrinsically valid instead of performative. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know. I love that. I am growth. There you go. I'm just growth really excited to costumes. see that. I know. Character growth through costumes. Who would have well, thunk? And you know, something that's interesting <laughs> is that in they do that a lot in Buffy, actually, where whenever Buffy gets close to a character, uh, mm. her wardrobe starts to mirror that. And so, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you like Buffy, if you watch Buffy, watch a couple of seasons of Buffy or rewatch it and then notice whose wardrobe she closely matches. When she's yeah. really good friends with Faith, she matches Faith's wardrobe. When she's really when she's really, really close to Willow, she'll start matching her wardrobe and wearing those overalls and then in the later seasons when she gets close to spike she starts wearing a lot of leather and then when she moves away from him and tara helps her to kind of break those shackles like she wears like a flowy top the same way that tara does and so i'm sort of thinking about that in terms of ed um and how he seems to also have his wardrobe mirror who he's closest to. Mm, yeah. Maybe, perhaps. We'll Maybe. see. I don't know. <laughs> um, I have another wild theory from a photo. Okay, I'm listening. Um, <laughs> so the photo, so I'm pairing the photo with Steed in the shop and there's like chandeliers and chairs yes. and then the picture of Anne Bonnie because she seems to be in the same setting and she's holding like a silver terrine or something like that mm-hmm. um i am theorizing that it uh, that steed is actually selling off items of oh worth like oh here's the chandelier that was in my stateroom you know mm-hmm. here's here's the dining room furniture but i guess ed has the revenge so i don't know changed hands wild theory it changed hands he sold off everything and stripped it bare for money and food and or maybe steed is looking for some of these items oh maybe ed sold them off yeah and he recognized he's like hey that's my tureen yeah <laughs> that's he's my like, wait snail a second fork. <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> exactly. i know that snail fork <laughs> it's like why are they all bent <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so another wild theory i love it i think that's a great theory Yes. I'm so excited. I'm so, I have to I'm stop so saying excited. it, but I am so excited. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. They're going to get, uh, it's going to be torture. It just, it's just torture. It's I know. So that's mean. why I'm trying not to think about it too much. I'm like, you know what? That's true. This is, this is great. This is great. We got but what now, we got. Yeah, exactly. Now we're going to finish yeah. this recording and put this behind us because yes. I can't <laughs> think about this yeah. incessantly until October. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. It is, it's, really really torturous and uh yeah so mm. i keep i keep going back to this picture with blackbeard with the earring the george michael look he doesn't yeah. look as harsh or made up like he doesn't look like he's wearing the eyeliner yeah um in this one either so i don't know interesting well you know once the trailer drops then maybe we can do another one of these and and kind of like go through it (laughs) frame by frame frame by frame did you see the orange (laughs) did you see the orange there are no oranges in any of these photos i looked so So, what orange okay Okay. there yeah there are no the orange okay you meant like the actual fruit orange yeah yeah hmm hmm there's also yeah. no noses like no, no, no. my noses, <laughs> my noses. <laughs> I love i'm so, so glad she's back i'm oh, so glad yes same so that's good she's a delight leslie jones is a delight in this sh- show absolutely all right well do you have any other thoughts i mean not right now i nope. I just, I just want the trailer at this point. So hopefully we get it in a couple of weeks. Yes. Um, and that I think will kind of give us a better clue as to when the show is going to start. And I am so excited to get it and we'll probably be screaming about it yeah. in a few weeks 
on another and podcast episode. Scheduling problems and of course, yes. blah blah blah. But no. <laughs> So, well, yeah, yeah, because this one comes out during the school year, and for me, that's oh. always a problem. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll have we'll to see. We'll figure it out. We'll we will. We'll so, have to. Okay. Uh, well, we should get more info about, like, times and dates and uh, the fact that they just said October. Like, can't you give us a date? I know. It's very, <laughs> very elusive. It and really I don't is. like it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so right. much, Katie, for taking some time on a Thursday thank evening you. to talk about this with me. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. So, all right. Well, and anybody who's listening out there, thank you for listening. And we'll be back. And this is just a real informal squeal session. Yes. And uh, But don't forget to record my theories, because if I'm right, I'm going <laughs> to shove them in everyone's face. <laughs> I would expect nothing different. Yes, exactly. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Have thank a good you. day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>